So about breast implants. Hey everybody, it's the Boy Hattie Podcast. I'm Annie. And this is Bill's podcast for May so no. May I have to check my Lego calendar. What 17. is it? 17th. I'm already halfway through May. Passage of time! Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be Christmas soon. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? Money. Yeah, money's good. What money? Uh, if if anyone thinks this particular episode sounds a little weird, it's because we just accidentally killed one of our uh, podcast mics. Yes. So, and this Annie was already Bill broke. Lost his Bill sex was pumpkin, already broke. So you know. Well, I fucked the sex pumpkin to death. Why did I start that? And then, why did I put you down that they, road? The snowball mics they're kind of round. That? Why did they're kind of round that? and sexual? They're they're very female. I I I it's got a little hole in the back. I was like. Billy, and I took you from your playpen, <laughs> and I took you over to the sand castle. And my penis is nothing if not a very meaty USB stick. <laughs> and so I thought, well, you know, there'd be some compatibility. It didn't quite work out. I kind of mashed the connectors, so yeah. we're down a mic this week. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, all will be corrected. This podcast will continue to be a money lizard for me, but that's fine, because I love you guys. <laughs> I'm just saying, you haven't lived until you've had a penis with like, a little broken off USB prong sticking out the end of it. It looks like a little porcupine. The saddest uh, thing in the world. That just makes me uncomfortable to think about. Yeah. So everybody, hey, Did you know that Bill and I are, are just super tiny tired, penises? and this is gonna be a really high energy podcast. Unlike the last couple episodes that have been even more high energy. Uh, Bill, what'd you do this week? We should retire this podcast and start doing a sex toy review podcast, like Eric Mullen. What'd you do this week? What I do this week? What did you do? Oh, what did you watch any TV shows or anything this week? You, you all no. know the reason we brought up. Did we already talk to start? Did we go straight from zero to sex pumpkins, or did we talk about breast implants yet? I already forgot. You started to talk about breast oh, implants. Oh, because you brought up breast I implants. I diverted about you. And... No, no, you said. Oh, God. This is, <laughs> this is interesting only thing. five seconds. You started ago. by talking about breast implants. I diverted you were talking about sex implants. You, oh, you were talking about the breast thing. implants and pain, uh, pain and game. There, you won't say I why. went to go see Pain and Game this was week. It? it was good. Well, this is the weird. Michael Bay muscle. It was really movie. weird. Yes, this I have is, no idea this is actually out. So this is Michael Bay. Well, it's because it made negative ten dollars. Yeah. Uh, no, it's. Oh, God damn. It's Michael Bay's true, based on a true story, crime comedy thing. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. It's about uh um. Uh, it's uh, the Rock and Marky Mark are sweet dumb dumb uh muscle heads who decide their only way up through the world is through crime. And it's very funny. When does the story take place? Because, you know, it's based 90s, on a true story. It's, I, yeah, it seemed kind of stylized in such well, a way see, that was like, retro. This is what's kind of weird about it is that it's based on a true story. Yeah. It's but it's based not on a story really, that happened those... 10 years ago. You're, the protagonists are dum-dums that you're supposed to kind of sympathize with, even as you laugh at them. But the end of the, where I was uncomfortable is that this movie is very goofy and very stylized and very successful... But it kind of gets tonally weird because eventually they actually commit murder. Yeah. And they're... Why like, do they kill people? Is it for money? Uh, It's an accidental murder, but not really. So not it's just, a little like Fargo or something like that. And it's... Uh, tempers are lost. People are struck. Is the ending sad then? Well, the climax no of the wacky, film... wacky, The, the climax of the film is two of them are sentenced to death. And you're watching this movie, and as you're like this goofy heist movie about these dum-dums, and then you're like, this is based on a real story. And it's like, these this is a Michael Bay movie. Died. You're lucky that it doesn't end with them being broken out of jail by robots or and something. And the two protagonists so, are sentenced to death. Did you it's like weird. it? 
I did like it. Well, what was strange is that it's weirdly, it's totally over the top and weirdly subdued. Mm -hmm. The best way I can describe it is it's dialed up to 10 where you feel like it should maybe be dialed up to 11. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it is like stuff, it's stuff that happened within the last 10 years. These people are still alive. Like, I went so to like see those it two with, guys are still on death row, yeah. Presumably. I went to go see it with friends of the podcast, uh, Brenna and Chase and Conley and Jimmy. And uh, Chase mentioned that, yeah, the some of the survivors were totally litigious about this movie because it's... Oh, I can see why, yeah. Exactly. It makes light of, you know, the death of your loved ones and all those other things. It's a very strange... So there's some restraint to it, weirdly. Where does it take place? Is it like goofy. Florida, Miami or It's something? in Miami. No, okay, yeah. yeah. So I enjoyed it. Was it at least hot? Because it seems like if you've got a lady going to see this movie... I thought it was like all muscle builders. There's no sexual component. Okay, Marky Mark is the least attractive man in the world. The Rock is a beautiful Were you thing. not pubescent 35 years ago when he was a sexy <laughs> CNC music his factory pants star? Yeah, exactly. Come on. I no, Bill. <laughs> I was like a pub. I was gonna say I was <laughs> you were watching pubescent Disney afternoon. You're yeah. I was busy. But uh, The Rock is a beautiful man. Do not yeah. get me wrong. But again, he's, yeah. He's. He's a sad cocaine. Are you going to go see Fast and Furious? Oh, of course. I got you know why? Weekly. I got a because subscription to Entertainment Weekly and they all talk about The Rock in Because it it's week. Gina Carano and Michelle Rodriguez. Are they fight fighting? Scene. Yes. Because yeah, I'm going to go see the movie. I'm going to just like zone out until that scene happens and then I'm going to leave. I know she was in the movie. I know Gina Carano was in the movie and I know they brought back uh, What's-Her-Face's character too. I didn't realize. I've only seen the first uh, Fast and the Furious movie, but I didn't realize <laughs> this is the Fast and Furious crew, essentially the same crew from the first movie, yeah. fighting against gets an evil Fast and the Furious crew. Well, and so each character supposedly has like an uh a, like a, like an evil twin on the other apparently team. Apparently there's it's a like really... Gina is what's her face's evil twin not evil twin, but like the, they're the they're the girls parallel. so they gotta fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Parallel. Sexy parallels. Apparently there's a really rich mythology to the Fast yeah! and Furious franchise. They have the Center Entertainment Weekly article, which is like 12 pages long, <laughs> breaking down the story of all six Fast and Furious movies. I'm impressed. I saw the first one. It's got more story than Star Trek movies recently. <laughs> I have to get that much, yeah. Yeah, I saw the first one. But I will go see this one because it's Michelle Rodriguez is my girlfriend, regardless of how many homophobic I am almost says. tempted to buy like the Blu-ray box set just to catch do up not, the speed. Bill, do no, because it'll be on sale for like twenty bucks. Do not. That is nineteen dollars too then many. Then you could borrow it. No, <laughs> because I only watched the first one. It is almost unwatchable. It's yes, car stuff. <laughs> Almost like unwatchable. Um, yeah, supposedly uh, like the second movie is, is really terrible, but then it gets better after that. So. so my wife is trying to explain to me that the third movie is actually set in the future. Yeah! And so all the other... All these movies are catching are up. Bizarre. I thought I had mentioned this on the podcast, Maybe, but supposedly yeah. like a character dies in the third one. It's crazy. And, but they still like that character enough. I like so that you and I just talk about these movies that we have never seen and have no interest in the seeing. The legend of Fast and Furious. <laughs> we can talk about it without actually having Oy. seen much of it. But yeah, but no, yeah. I would say Pain and Gain is fucking weird. I kind of recommend seeing it because it's an, it's a, it's an enjoyable movie. So what about the Boston Thorns? Oh, well, the character... Is a story A point? character who was murdered um, is identified by her breast implants. Oh, like Because her breast numbers. implants have a serial number, yeah. And it's the first time in a case. Get ink inside the boobies? That's terrifying. It's terrible. There you go. Now you got like stamped on ink. <laughs> but uh, Marky Mark was actually really good in that movie. He plays a very convincing dum dum. Dwayne Johnson was a really good dum dum. And Dwayne Johnson. You know he's really old. I don't realize he's like in his 40s now. 
Which so not beautiful. to say he's old. Still beautiful. But I'm surprised he's got that as much of a career. I mean, it's I guess it's been like a decade since the Scorpion King and stuff. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, if you're smart and you're an action star, you can keep that going. And he's been really smart with the roles he's chosen and stuff. Yeah. Well, he chooses an interesting smattering of... He'll be in cheapy bullshit. Yeah, but then like he'll be Journey in, in to big ass... the Earth. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, was he in that? Yes, he was. With He's been in all of them, I think. With, uh, with, uh, the, oh, I guess, it, oh, wait, was it? I think PETA's in it. PETA from Hunger Games is in it. Was oh, name? man, have you Josh seen the trailer Richardson. from the Hunger Games? I saw that when I went Hunger to go see Games. Star Trek and Iron Games. Hunger Games. Did you see the trailer? Uh, yes. I guess fucked up. Hunger Games. Now they have to fight, who's the potato face guy who's in all the movies? <laughs> the guy who's the bad guy in Mission Impossible 3, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Well. He's all like, we have to kill her. Philip Seymour Hoffman's Kat, role. Cat Dennings. It's complicated, Bill. Kat is Cat Dennings? Dennings? No, Cat Dennings is not in the Hunger Games. Isn't that who Jeffrey Lawrence is playing? Is Cat Dennings? <laughs> I am disappointed that the. Have you seen the Thor, the Thor two trailer? Yeah, she shows up in two seconds. They, yeah, they I they saw that twice clearly, in three D last night. They very night. clearly just jettisoned Darcy immediately, which makes me sad. Well, it all takes place in the dark I world. I know, but I love Darcy. Also, Thor in his house has like a containment cell that looks like a modern living room. Where Loki's just hanging out with his hair down. He's, like, wearing a hoodie or something. He's all like, oh, you need me. I'm snogging. Brr, brr, brr. But, yeah. It was funny. I went to go see... Well, I went to go see well, both Iron Man and Star Trek last night. And people were squealing for to see Loki. I, people, people really... fucking love... Girls especially were excited. That Thor love trailer. Tom Hiddleston. But especially... Famous. I mean, they were excited to see, you know, whoever yeah. played the dude. The Thor dude. But, yeah, Tom Hiddleston, they were like... In a weird way, he scratches the same itch as long ago Alan Rickman scratched yeah. for, like, or who for is... both the Generation Snape and the Generation Sheriff Nottingham. Who was the baby Alan Rickman for a while? He played the villain in uh, Josie and the Pussycats. He Alan was also Cumming? kind of a... Alan Cumming! I know a couple no. people. See, a no, couple no, no, no. women. Okay, no, I know lots of women who are in love with Alan Cumming, but it's totally different because yeah. Tom Hiddleston and and, and Alan... Or, and, uh, uh, fuck, Alan Rickman have the brooding, long hair, kind of anti-hero thing well, I know, I know. And but Alan I'm just Cumming I'm just half thinking half about skinny, lanky, pseudo-gaze. You're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm Alan Rickman and Tom Hiddleston are both... No, 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 no. Right. It's totally different, though. You are incorrect. You are incorrect. I'm just saying they are the they same. Are very so different. if they were a Pokemon, Alan Cumming is the no, baby Pokemon. You're incorrect. You're incorrect. Tom Hiddleston is the. Bill, you are showing evolution. your heterosexual maleness here. Yeah, I'm okay. just saying they're yeah, totally girls wrong. Are flipping out of our yeah. You know, every generation. More than the Hunger Games. Into each generation, a, the 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 lanky, long-haired antihero is born in his time. There were no girls getting juiced up over Philip Seymour Hoffman showing up in the Hunger Games. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Who is there to get juicy about in the Hunger Games? Josh Hutcherson is cute in a white bread way, characters or actors but PETA shit. is kind of lame. What's his butt? Uh, Thor's brother as Gale is totally boring. There's the Twinkies guy from the Zombieland movie who plays the only other guy who ever won the Hunger Games. He's not hot with his lanky hair hanging down his face. Team Woody Harrelson. Yeah! <laughs> he was great in Cheers. He was ripped in Cheers. That was only 35 years ago. <laughs> What else? <laughs> what else? What, Bill, what did you think of true. Iron Man 3 it's and Star terrible. Wars 2? Oh my god! Star Trek 2. What other trailers did I see last night? After Earth, people were laughing. After Earth. I keep forgetting that's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, because people were laughing. Like, you can hear people in the audience going, oh, that's a M. Night Shyamalan movie. It's like after, like, if there's a car wreck in, like, in a Victorian 
England neighborhood. I don't. There weren't any cars in Victorian England, but let's pretend there Where were. Where are you going with this, Bill? And then like someone dies with dirty underwear, and then everyone's like, "Oh, did you hear that Florence died? She had dirty underwear." That's like hearing people in the audience Bill. going, "Oh, did you hear about this After Earth trailer that, that is we're watching right now?" The it's worst mid- metaphor <laughs> I've ever heard no, in my life. No, he hears like little whispers like, "I'm not jumping out." I'm not talking about Ding Dong. I'm not talking about... It was hilarious. People are on to his shit. Um, I feel bad for the poor guy. Fuck that guy. After Earth. He's a dumb dumb. He's an idiot. Do not get me wrong. He's an aggressively Why do I really want to talk about the trailers? What are the trailers they show? Oh, Elysium. That looks good. I think it looks terrible. God, it looked like Halo. It looked like Mass Effect. It looks great. That's all I need. Those are the vitamins I need. What's her butt who plays the villain? That kind of makes me a little excited. Wait, who's the villain? Uh, it's What's her butt? It's uh, What's her butt? Just tap me. What movie was she in? That's all we Contact. need. Contact. Contact. Oh. What's her butt? Contact. <laughs> Contact. Swear to God. Not Jodie. Taxi Jody driver. Yeah. yeah. Maverick. <laughs> Here we go. Did you ever see Hold Maverick? It. I actually really like Maverick. Maverick. We should have sit down have a Maverick night. I actually really we love should, Maverick. Man, we should I, drop a couple bathtubs. I own Maverick. Maverick yeah. was my um, I'm sick and I don't feel good. I'm gonna watch a dumb movie. Maverick. Maverick's good times. They have all the riverboat and you get all these country western stars on the riverboat and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't it's know. So, you know why Matt Damon looks weirdly fat? <laughs> <laughs> this then, is the role where Matt Damon looks like he's kind of turned a corner. Like that shit bolted to him, and I'm just like, that's like a cheap director. It is like, the le- like visually the least interesting thing to me. Yeah, I mean, it should be very. Well, like, I'm assuming striking. they he's got all that shit taped him, so when he finally shows up in Elysium, he'll even look more like ragged and junky. And, oh, I'm sure it'll be like, crazy. That's kind of the point. And I trust Neil Blomkamp. Tattoos and Neil shit. Blomkamp is a is an inspired. Yeah, at least it'll be a pretty movie. I will go see it. But I am not interested. Oh, did you see the trailer for Pacific Rim that came out today? The last, no, the actual trailer? No. <laughs> that movie cannot. Li- it's the next Pootie Tang. That movie cannot <laughs> live up to how awesome those trailers make. Because it looks like the a first. God- it looks like a goddamn Godzilla movie yeah. mixed with, like, you know, giant robots. That's what it done that's right. The pitch. That's the pitch. Oh, that script's got to be bug ass. Elba is the most beautiful man in the world in that suit. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm just going to go see it for that. I'm oh going to be like, God. what, there are robots that is, in this I movie? Can't, what else is coming out this summer? Nothing. Because now that Iron Man and, uh... Oh, my God. That's my, my, that's my one-word review of Star Trek. My entertainment calendar this year... I was talking to Foley about this before I came in. I'm like, I'm going to be the worst. She asked me... I said, oh, man, I got to go do this podcast. And she's like, do you... <laughs> no, no, no. Let me explain. She goes, are you not enjoying Big Boy? How do you know? And I said, well, no, not... It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just that I'm not consuming any media right now. So I'm the worst participant well, in a pop culture podcast. Let me just plants and shit. We could always find something to talk but, about. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about it. I canceled all my pre-orders for pretty much all games that are coming out until... Except for Saints Row. Saints Row is the only game I have pre-ordered for You said you canceled your uh, Last of Us pre-order, right? I did. My that wife, comes out soon, less than a month. Because I just don't... I bet it looks beautiful. You can borrow my copy I if you need it. I love Naughty Dog. Can, yeah. I, no, I don't want to play another fucking downer game. Okay. I don't. I want to say, for some reason, though, if you do get the itch and you want to borrow I'll have it. I'll have beaten in the first day or two to avoid you know, spoilers. You know what's going to happen? It's going to be Tomb Raider all over again. I'm going to cancel my pre-order and think about it and the think last about it. Second. And then the day it comes out, yeah. I'm going to go to the fucking store and buy it. I just bought I a brand new memory card so I can download Animal Crossing in a couple weeks. You're a dumb dumb. <laughs> You're a dumb dumb. Um, anyway, no, I, I'm just such a bad consumer of media. I'm not watching any TV. 
I'm. Did you, uh, have you not watched any Doctor Who Game of Thrones this week? I have no. I stopped watching Game of Thrones because I don't want to fucking see the rest of the season. Oh, they're getting close. I don't want to see shit go they're down. They're all been like, "Hey, we should go have a wedding with Walter Frey. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun, everybody. Hey, everybody, we should go." Spoilers Game of Thrones. It's not a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, this ending's gonna be. Yeah. Uh no, but and then oh, I, I have, I'm not watching Doctor Who. Jamie Lannister fought a bear. Yeah, I know that. Oh, Brian. She also fought a bear. She got scratched on her neck, but he saved Brienne. her. They're yeah. in love. All them shippers. They'll go have babies. I, uh, what the ha- only... Oh, they do not have a happy end in the books, because I don't know what happens Brienne to them eventually. and Jamie? Because Jamie doesn't... They're still, they're still both kicking Oh, around. there's shit that happens from... There's fallout from the end of the season, which kind of kicks Brienne in the ass, and she goes off on her own thing. Yeah, that's now I'm thinking she's about She's still that. kicking around. Yeah, she's not. She hasn't been killed, but she's not in a good place. <laughs> No one's in a, It's Game of Thrones! Game of Thrones! Who's in a good place? Literally, any one person is in a Wait, you haven't read. There's no one in a good place. In oh, yeah. It's fucking But you spoiled me for almost everything, yeah. And I stopped watching Doctor Who. Not through any sort of deliberate thing. How I stopped are you watching uh, it? After, well, I, have an, I bought it on iTunes. I bought a season pass. It's all on my Apple TV waiting to watch. But you know what the thing is? You is know that what? You'll wife... get sick sometime this summer and be like, ah, oh, what have what, what you got built up and you watch? Well, it's like, because yeah. the, the show that I've been mainlining is fucking Hannibal. Which I is... love Hannibal. I don't know why. I fucking love Hannibal. Does it, is it because Cannot it makes you feel a little bit less crazy? It does a little bit. And, well, my wife is teasing me because I didn't want to watch Fringe. Mm-hmm. Because Fringe was too gross for me. And uh, But meanwhile, I'm watching Hannibal. And she's like, why the hell can you watch this? I'm like, well... Yeah, Fringe's X-Files gross. But whereas Hannibal is like... It's relentlessly gross and new in different ways. Yeah. Whereas Hannibal well, it's also a lot of is body at least predictable. And, yeah. Hannibal, and it's all so extreme, which you could argue Fringe is too. But it's just like, and guess what? There's going to be a serial killer <laughs> this week's Hannibal. I got it covered. It's fine. And uh, it's all so nightmarish and uh-huh. unreal that I could totally. Would you think there would be like an extra incentive not to watch it? Being so I don't know, man. Well, the thing is, it's is not just serial people... killer, but like this imagery is just so I'm, fucked up and everything. I'm dealing with some depression right now and some anxiety, and watching this show about people who are so more fucked up than I am is weirdly weird. Have you asked your shrink about it? I've not talked to my shrink about it. Oh, okay. Maybe I, I love him. Man, so wait, the last episode was that the last episode where he feeds people? Yeah, where he has the feasts. <laughs> Oh man, so good. And Ellen Green from so Pushing Daisies, a little shop of horrors. She's like ninety years old now, but she comes over yeah. like, When are you gonna have another yep. feast? Yep. And he's like, Only when the opportunity presents itself. Yep. With his weird skeleton face. Oh man. Man, he's a better Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Then no, the casting on that show is fucking just because inspired. he looks so weird. Yeah, he looks like I mean that is also Jillian Anderson. And well, she only Anderson, showed up for ten seconds in the last true. episode. She was supposed Jillian to show up again Anderson too. plays um, uh, uh, Hannibal Shrink, and she points out the the American Psycho thing where it's like you're just wearing a person suit. Yeah. And the thing is that Mads Mikkelsen kind of looks like an alien in a yeah. person suit. Like it totally works out. He's he is strangely handsome and absolutely compelling, but he's freaky. He's freaky deaky. He so looks like good. he was constructed by aliens yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And what's his butt? Who plays Will Graham? What's his name? Hugh Dar- Dancy or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's so good at. I mean, that the casting in that show is fucking perfect. Cowboy perfect. Wally. Perfect. Cowboy. No, Cowboy Curtis. He's just kind of chubby and black. He just does his thing. How did he make that soul Carolyn Devine. Carolyn Devine. She yeah. got tiny eyeballs. I was watching last week, and like I think I misremembered her as being having big dull eyes. Oh, well, she was younger. Oh, maybe okay. some. But no, she just looks like she's tiny little beady eyes, like little black holes. I disagree. I don't think she's unattractive. I, I just misremembered her. She oh, man. So you you never got into Freaks and Geeks at all, did you? No. 
Because I fuck, I'm allergic to James Franco. Yeah, well, the main chick from that show, she's on Mad Men now. Uh-huh. You got to see her half naked in the last episode. Now she's old enough. But, like, she's a little older, and she's got flubby, and you get to see her some parts of her naked. She's, like, like, a oh, person? Like, yeah, she's, like, a person. Yeah. She's, like, yeah. She's very charming. It's like, oh. Yeah. yeah, she's, like, probably, she's, like, probably, probably like my age. Yeah, she's ancient, yeah. is what yeah. you're saying. She's but for ladies on TV. I saw, somebody was tweeting today about, they were talking about the casting notices for the new TV shows. Uh-huh. And they were talking about how Allison Janney is playing a grandmother. She's only, like, 53. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, one of the big stars of CBS is, like, a big action star. Whatever TV show, the star of that is, like, 52. But he's the big action star. Yep. Alice Danny, who is known to be a badass actress, yeah. is just playing someone's random grandma. Yeah. Grandma! Yeah. Just kind of like... Guess what? Shit's hard when you're a woman in Hollywood. Uh, what's her name? From um, uh, Gilmore Girls. The daughter is playing like a mom of a teenager. She's essentially... It sounds like Gilmore Girls Part 2, but she's playing the mom now. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been that long since goddamn Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Granted, she's probably well, she's probably thirty five when they. I was going to say I have I do have a, a someone a peer who is my age who has a daughter who is thirteen. Oh yeah, I could say. So, we're, I mean, both, you know. we're both once you get around thirty. I mean, that's when people your age start having babies and thirteen. Bill. What? Wait. Her daughter is thirteen. How old are you? I am twenty nine. So she had the baby when she was like twelve. <laughs> yes, Bill, which is negative seven. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, well. Uh, Baby, babies have babies. Oh, speaking, speaking Hunger Games. Hunger Games. My wife and I say Hunger Games. Hunger and we'll just, we'll get to this loop. We'll just like, look into each other's eyes and say it more and more like we have a mouthful of marbles. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. And then eventually we're just bleeding at each other. Um, so what they did, so with Hunger Games, yeah. they said, let's take that lady who's in the, oh yeah, sure, animated GIF. And put her in a movie. You mean Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. yeah. And that movie's called Silver Playbook Lining. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> is that your segue? Yeah. Bill, did you watch the Silver Linings Playbook? Uh, did you not watch it this week? Because I recommend it to you. Uh, many people it recommend a, it, it to me. It is a cute movie. It has the least appealing trailer. It is a terrible trailer. And I'm also allergic to Bradley Cooper. Why? Hate he seems. Cooper. It's not, not not that I think he's interesting. I've only seen. I saw him for like the ten seconds he was in the first Hangover movie, and this. And it's not know. like it's not like he was like. I don't know what movie it was, but there is some movie where I was just like, nope. Yeah, because I've no, he's he never made an impression on me in either way, and he's actually kind of good in Silver Linings Playbook. He looks good, but it's one of those things where I just look at him and my eyeballs but get a rash. He's not the point. Did he get an Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook? Who got the Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook? Allison it's Danny. the hot lady <laughs> in hot pants dancing named Jennifer Lawrence. Star of the, yeah, sure, animated gif of Wall Street. <laughs> uh, Which is still crazy because that's my first exposure to her. So every time I still see cat face meowmers. Well, like, and, like, and your introduce, introduction to um, Gina Carano was her animated gif. Yeah, where she's all like... <laughs> she's how much time I spend on the internet these days. Um... But yeah, no, it's a good movie. Uh, uh, Bradley Cooper, he plays a guy who, um, he has a wife, and his wife starts cheating on him, and he catches them in the act, and he goes crazy, and he gets put in a mental hospital for eight months. And the movie is about him getting let out of the mental hospital, and him having to readjust to to his old neighborhood, but now he's having to move in with his folks. You know, they're they're older and stuff like that, too. But he's still, it turns out like he has undiagnosed, is it like bipolar? It's like one or two separate issues. Yeah. But now he's kind of like, irrevocably broken as a result of him like flipping out because his wife left him and all this stuff and so the whole movie is about him trying to repair his relationship with his wife 
Even though his wife's put out a restraining order against him? Because, oh, he also almost ends up killing the guy who was stuffing his wife. So that's the extra reason why he got put in the mental hospital. And so his wife... But he thinks he can still repair this relationship with his wife, who doesn't want to obviously have nothing to do with him. But while he's still trying to figure out how to get his wife back, he bumps into Catface Meowmers. Why do you call her Catface Meowmers? She Meowmers? looks like Catface! Yeah, for not. once, she looks like Avatar. Not Avatar Last Airbender, but she... Look at that face. She, got that, she does not look like a Na'vi. Cat so. smiles. It looks like Jennifer wow. Lawrence. She's got the cheeks. Wow. She has that facial See, structure. and here you're coming from the point of view of a heterosexual male, and you should be right, but you're wrong. You're wrong just, again. What does she look like? She looks like something. <laughs> I'm just saying, when I think of Jennifer Lawrence, I think of Cat Face Meowmers. <laughs> So anyway, he meets Catface Meowmers, and she's like, you're hot, I'm hot, let's, we're both crazy, let's fuck. Oh, she's crazy because she had a husband who died or something like that. And she said, I will help you win back your wife if you help me win this dance contest. And that's been the rest of the movie and other stuff. Are you telling me it's a remake of Strictly Ballroom? Because then I'll watch it. What the hell is Strictly Ballroom? <coughs> is that Bowser really Rabbit's first movie? Yeah, have you I've really never heard seen it. I've never seen it. Is you it good? You need to see Who's Strictly it? Ballroom. It's a, it's an Let me guess, it's gaudy and filmed in it's Australia. It's an indie Australian movie, so you don't know anyone in it. No, it's it's strange because it was Baz Luhrmann before he did Money to be batshit. Oh, really? So, so he actually had to make a movie? normal movie, except that there's this whole... Like, there's this whole thing of this world of professional ballroom dancing, and the only way the Baz Luhrmann-ness really comes out is in, the, like, their their outlandish costumes and makeup. Oh, no. But the rest of the movie is really grounded in the real world. Oh, but as soon as they start dancing, everything just kind of takes off? Well, that, that, the, the ballroom dancing world is kind of crazy. Yeah. But it's, it's worth seeing just because that it's, a, a more it's a, like, natu- it's a more naturalistic Baz Luhrmann movie. Yeah. And that's fascinating for it. A Baz Luhrmann movie that's not just a Baz Luhrmann movie all the way through sounds interesting yeah can you imagine if he directed wizard of oz or <laughs> but everything was oh, say if he had someone else direct everything that leads up until whenever whoever ends up <laughs> in oz and then suddenly it's like a gay utopia of insanity that would yeah. actually probably be pretty good that'd be pretty odd i'd pay to see that baz lerman baz yeah. lerman's great gatsby in 3d have it's you out read the great it? gatsby yes i had to read it in high school have i still I not need to told read it. The, my great gatsby story oh, surely yeah. i have I wasn't. I'm sure I told this story. So apologize. Apologies now to our poor listeners. I was an AP lit in high school. Uh-huh. We read The Great Gatsby for my freshman year of high school, and AP lit, AP lit. The end of Gatsby. It's, well, it's, it's. I know the ending. He dies. Yeah. Gatsby's dead, and he di- He's floating in a pool, and the narrator comes in and starts talking to him. And I am an idiot, and I'm not really actually enjoying Somebody this book. Take Nola's down so as he's talking. To I, I um think I'm like, why is Gatsby in the pool? Why is there blood? That's kind of weird. Why isn't he saying anything? How old were you? It was my freshman year of high school. Oh, so you should have known better. And yeah. it wasn't until I'm an AP, I'm in advanced placement <laughs> literature. It's not until they're at the fucking. So he takes him to like the hospital. I'm like, man, Gatsby sure is quiet. It's not until they're at the fucking funeral where I'm like. Oh, he's dead. And do you know what the best part of this is? I told my teacher this. <laughs> what did like, say? Can you believe this is my Miss Erlin, who's the be- one of the best teachers I've had in my entire life. <laughs> it was so great because oh, I tell her this because I think it's hilarious. Yeah. That I'm such a dumbass, and her eyes just flutter close. <laughs> she just shakes her head and turns and walks away. <laughs> this is the same teacher who gently suggested maybe I should not go into teaching. <laughs> Well, maybe these two facts are not underlined. <laughs> well, what's the point of the green light? 
The green light? Yeah, he, all I know is he keeps... Like I said, I haven't read the book, but I know the, the, the basic gist of it. It's the like my relationship with Game of Thrones. Green? Let me see if I can remember. Green bill clearly represents money and wealth. Oh, is that what it is? And so he's starting off in the distance with yes, something he can never attain. Exactly. Yeah. And it's also like he's on the one egg. There are two islands, West Egg. And yeah, 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 yeah. And he's on one. Oh, also, and the green light is on the other, so he stands up here looking off at this green light. Yeah. And so yeah, it's like this. Kate Beaton will make it. Kate Beaton will make a hilarious comic about exactly. it someday. Yeah. Exactly. And so the eye staring down at everyone saying "fuck the Jazz Age." That's just pretty much what it means. The billboard thing of the Jewish yes. guy's billboard. The I get your eyeglasses and he's staring at you. You have officially mentioned pretty much everything I remember about the Great Gatsby. Yeah. Uh, all the women are bitches. All the men are assholes. Uh, is money Zelda is terrible. Fitzgerald in the book? And does she invent the Legend of Zelda at the end? She goes crazy <laughs> in her jail cell. Right before she dies, they open up her cell and they see she scrawled out the whole world map from the first Legend of Zelda game on the wall. And it clearly have read the Great Gatsby. The intern's his name, Larry Miyamoto. And he says, one night I must tell my son what I have seen here. The, that is the ending of Bill Mudgeron's The Great Gatsby. <laughs> Bill, in summation, I'm glad you like the Silver Linings I have not seen Iron Man 3 or Star Trek Into Darkness. I didn't plan feelings. on seeing either of them. I what else did either of us see? You haven't watched any TV. I will. I won't let you talk about your things, and then I can talk about my one thing. You have two things. I have one. Are thing. Are you going to talk more about Fringe later? <sighs> you no, are man. so bad at. No, this. I will talk about Iron Man. Iron Man is bullshit. Did you see the other two Iron Mans? I saw the first one, and I thought it was okay. I think yeah, the only too, interesting yeah. thing about it was Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. The second one I just skipped. Yeah, because everyone said that was bad. This one I only want to see because Zoe Bell did stunt work. <laughs> <laughs> the hell did she? She stunted oh, for Gwyneth, Potts Gwyneth some... Paltrow. Yeah. I don't see it for that. Well, when it's free on HBO. <laughs> I'll go see it when I can have a beer. Actually, no, bucks. yeah, that's actually, but yeah, it's, go see it with people who want to go, like, if you're in a mood to be mean at a movie, oh. go see it. It's not the really? worst movie in the world. It just feels like a like an 80s, mo- 80s superhero movie. So if, you know, if you feel like going to see an 80s superhero movie, like, I, I don't know if, yeah, I should even go to the plot and stuff, but it's just, like, really lazily put together. Yeah. And, like, there's even that, it almost feels like, almost a little bit like a Joel Schumacher movie in that, like, Guy Pierce he plays uh, one of the bad guys. Yeah. And you know he's a bad guy, because the movie begins with, like, a flashback to Tony Stark when he was still a dick. Yeah. Before he became Iron Man. Or at least when he was a total dick. Yeah. And Guy Pierce, he's like this crippled little nerdy guy, but he's got like floppy hair and his whole character of like, Mr. Stark, I'm a fan of yours. I've learned how to make the secret super weapon, which will be obviously become the whole plot of the movie later. Will you yeah. help me fund this thing for peace? Tony Stark's like, oh, baby, I gotta go fuck a lady. I'll talk to you later. And he forgets about him. And of course, Guy, Stark, uh, guy Pierce goes off and he becomes sexy Guy Pierce. <laughs> and then you find out that he's created this thing called the Extremis virus have you ever read the uh, comics because supposedly this is from the comics uh no the extremist virus will fix people you inject them with stuff and it will make them automatically regenerate like if they've lost a limb or something like that automatically just grows a limb like in 10 seconds which is kind of silly but what are you gonna do it also makes people uh grow lava blood (laughs) get super strength Breathe fire and Wait, explode. I thought the villain in this movie was the Mandarin or whatever his name is. Spoilers for Iron Man three. Seriously, actually, no, the Mandarin's a villain too. 
Super spoilers for Iron Man 3. What is with these fucking superhero movies with 18 villains? Okay, so Spider-Man 3. You think they would have learned their fucking lesson with Spider-Man 3? Did you see how many fucking villains are going to be in this amazing Spider-Man 2? What? Because it's Paul Giamatti as the rhino. Did you see the photos? Yes. He's just... He's not very big. He's still just Paul Giamatti, but oh now he's angry God. and tattooed. And it's what's his butt as Electro. Electro. Yeah. And I think Vendor. they have Venom, too. Are you serious? I think so. You know what? One villain. One villain. Spoilers for Iron Man 3. There is only one villain in Iron Man 3. So, uh, Tony Stark, he has his house gets blown. It, this is funny, because he, like, at the beginning of the movie, he gets angry yeah. at the Mandarin. He's like, fuck you, man. I'm the man. You come to my house. Here's my home address. We'll fight. And the next scene, the Mandarin shows up, blows up his <laughs> shit. Tony Stark's, for some reason, not prepared for the Mandarin to actually show up, so his house gets all blown up and stuff like that. But he later, he, uh, Mandarin, he does manage to track down the Mandarin in some kind of mansion in Florida or something like that. Turns out, the Mandarin, Ben Kingsley, is just this little drug-addicted British actor who's been hired by Guy Pearce to be this big distraction. This big Bin Laden style. Like, he, this, he, really? Guy Pearce has been hiring the ben, the ben Kingsley Mandarin to, like, you know, record these, like, I am a terrorist. I will blow up everything if Tony Stark doesn't capitulate to my demands. Wow! Yeah, He's just, like... When Tony Stark actually runs into the Mandarin, he's this little guy with little satin pants, and he's just trying to watch soccer, and he's all, it's over-the-top, way cartoony funny. It's not even treated treat like some big dramatic thing. The Mandarin is not real. And Ben's King Kingsley's character has this whole ridiculous shtick of, like, he's crazy and fucked up on drugs, and he's, like, banging two women in bed, and it just got really, and, oh, it's, it's, so, yeah, if Guy Pierce is really the villain. He's just puppeteering everything. But he's also taking his own virus extremist stuff so he can breathe fire. And now he's stronger than Iron Man. He, he has fire blood. And there's lots of fist fights. And the movie ends with, I don't know, I don't know why Iron Man and who's the black guy? Don Cheadle. They go to attack Guy Pierce's house. They don't put on iron armor. What? They decide to get two little handguns <laughs> and attack his house. <laughs> this is not how you end an Iron Man movie. <laughs> is there some reason why they can't access? Like, are 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 no? Are the because halfway through them attacking his complex, they do call in all of Tony Stark's armor. Turns out Tony Stark has built like fifty suits of iron uh, armor that all automated. You don't need anyone inside them. Why they did not? A, take two of those sets of armors, put them on, and then walk in with the other 48 and start this fight. I have no fucking idea. And it turns out this movie was written by Shane Black. I guess he was a guy who wrote a bunch of 80s action movies. Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. Lethal Weapon and yeah. stuff like that. And the fact that these guys go end up attacking like some, some like Miami docks with like witty, witty repartee, armed with only witty, witty repartee on their little handguns. It totally feels like an episode of like Miami Vice. That's because this guy, like, he made his bones back in the age writing movies like this. But it doesn't feel like an Iron Man movie. It feels like a low-budget kind of thing. But then eventually the Iron Man suits show up and there's a whole big fight and stuff. But it's just like... Also, there's a little kid who shows up who becomes Robert Downey Jr.'s best friend after his house explodes. (laughs) What? Robert Downey Jr. promises to make him a new spud gun. And it's just like... And they have long, lengthy scenes of just like... It's... <laughs> Go see it. I mean, it's the, you're not going to three dollars. You're not going to regret three dollars, but it is yeah. just kind of like headache-inducing. Uh, yeah. Well, well, uh, I am shocked. 
shocked to hear that the summer blockbuster this year is kind of dumb <laughs> and loud. Shocked. There's a cute little after credit scene. Yeah. But does it tease Ant Man? No. Is that is this is this supposed to be the one that teases? No. Are they actually no. doing? Have they ever confirmed that Ant Man's no. a real thing? Ant Man is not part of what is it Phase Three or whatever. They're gonna do like fucking Doctor Strange and shit before they do Ant Man. Who's gonna play Doctor Strange? I don't know. They will make. Confirm. I like the idea of Doctor Strange. Should it be Alan Cumming. <laughs> what you do? You do this life story. Uh, Doctor Strange movie is the life story of Doctor Strange as a small child who's played by Alan Cumming. As a young man, he's played by Tom Hiddleston. As an old man, he's played by John Snape. Hurt. John Hurt. Oh, no, Alan Rickman, that's better. Oh, John Hurt's going to be in the new Doctor Who special at the end of the year. The oh, 50th yeah? anniversary thing. Oh, there's spoilers about that. I can't talk about Don't the tell me. Don't tell anyway. me. So, yeah, that's Don't Iron Man 3. You already spoiled all of Iron Man 3 for our oh, poor but The best thing is I didn't have to pay for Iron Man 3 because I got, I got a free ticket. Because when I went to go see The Hobbit, there were stains on the screen and I complained oh, and glad. they gave me free tickets. I'm glad at least you didn't get fucked up. Oh, wait, you went to Regal? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Gonna go. Did you not hear about the whole thanks Obama bullshit that Regal did? No. They knocked all of their employees down to part-time that were oh. full-time so they oh, wouldn't have I, to I play benefits thanks Obama. What? Don't but all the major first-run theaters in Portland are run by Regal. At least the only ones that are accessible by me by bus. Let's put it that way. That's true. I got to Cenotopia that's 20 miles out in the middle of the desert. See, I go to the Century Eastport. Oh, I guess you're good. That's not Regal? No. No. Oh, okay. No. But anyway, I didn't pay any money. At least there's that. I got free tickets. Did See, you? So if you want to really stick it to Regal, go to every theater <laughs> and call it. There's stands on the screen. They give you four free tickets. There you go. How was Star Trek in Darkness? Star Trek is pretty good. Spoil serious spoilers. Oh, do, do not you care do about not. spoilers? Yes, I kind of do. Weirdly, I can't believe I kind of care about spoilers. Oh, you care about spoilers? Kind of a little bit. Did you like the first movie? The the I first liked AGM? it okay. Chris Pine is beautiful. Does he continue to be? I was beautiful? about to ask you a question, but even asking you a question about other Star Trek you've seen before would spoil what happens in this movie. Hmm. Oh yeah, Chris Pine. He's still Chris Pine. Now this movie is about him. Chris Pine. It's funny because a lot of people made fun of the first Star Trek movie about how ridiculous it is. Is they, they that they pretty much put like a twenty-one-year-old cadet, yeah. Starfleet cadet, yeah. in command of the uh, the Federation stars. The, yeah. Like the flagship of the whole fleet. Yeah, this movie kind of shows why maybe that wasn't so such a smart decision. He gets a ship taken away from him. Like, yeah. it's like one, it's the first thing that happens in the yeah. movie. It's not a big spoiler, and so the whole rest of the movie is him trying to prove why he deserves to be captain again. Yeah, so it's at least at least they're kind of playing. I still can't get over that fucking title. Don't yeah. make especially after Trek watching a verb. Don't after watching Trek the movie, verb. I thought that they would at least justify that title somehow in the movie. No, it's just like them trying to be like the Dark Knight Returns. They just want to put the word dark in the title just because. Just don't make Trek a verb. And especially the it whole terrorist so subplot is not like it's not as Bin Ladeny as it sounds with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, that's another thing. Then Benedict Cumberbatch showed up. In, in the in the movie, man, this is the same audience where everyone was squealing over Tom Hiddleston. Benedict Cumberbatch, he totally scratches the same itch. Yeah, yeah he was uh, the girls. You could tell it's, it was like the twenty year old girls and under, like. Yeah. And meanwhile, whereas they made any older Star Trek jokes, you know, of course the old guys like my age were like, yeah. Yeah, there's a trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so no, it was fine. I had a good time. I there's little, almost literally nothing I can talk about it then if we're not going to do spoilers which is yeah. fine we can talk about it like are you going to see it soon then uh, maybe sometime this week I don't know. well who else who what Star Trek movie fans do you know that you're going to go see it with? my wife is a big Star Trek fan okay yeah you guys should have a good time then I'm trying to think of the I can't remember the Enterprise is in it <laughs> uh Kirk bangs two cat girls. <laughs> 
So you know, I. Yopura is in it. Oh, she gets to uh, uh, fuck shit up a little bit. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. She also wears skin tight rubber. Also nice. There's also fights. There's a scene where they have to go down to an alien planet and pretend they're not Starfleet. So they give her like an indie rock shirt, like some kind of indie rock print on it or something like that. I th- never thought I'd see a Star Trek movie where someone wears like a normal human being t-shirt that you buy in Hot Topic. Especially if it's one of the big... I like how you say Hot Topic. Hot Topic. <laughs> that the thing hot ever. Topic. So that's Star Trek. It's hot okay. Topic. Hot Topic. I finally did cave and start watching Fringe this week. How far did you get? Well, my wife was done with season one and I came home and she was watching season two so I just started at season two. Oh, see, I haven't seen any of that stuff yet. Yeah, so I, it's, you know what's what, happening you know what's broken yet? me down? Anna Torv is a hunk. No, she is a hunky. She is a hunk. Did you hear about what happens later where she gets an alternate universe twin, but that she's... Faux Olivia? Yeah. I learned that from reading IMDb. But, like, she's got, like, stumpy limbs. All four limbs are kind of, like, she's even hotter <laughs> than normal limb. But, like, the cost is that she doesn't, like, not yep. just that she doesn't have arms and feet, but that it gets weird big club yeah. Ends. Yeah. And so she's kind of like a weeble wobber. It's kind of so fascinating sad. watching Fringe because I'm enjoying it. Well, have you heard about her other but twin? I'm not. It's actually one of the My Little Ponies. I am weirdly not invested in it. It's kind of freeing. No, it seems like fluff. Oh, it seems like Well, no, 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 no. I mean, like, the, the whole, all the mythology and everything is really interesting, but I, I have no emotional connection to the characters. I like Walter a lot. And, Walter's uh, funny, but I don't, yeah. Uh, uh, well, Olivia maybe if you'd watch... So there's some like there's one episode in season one where you, where Walt gets fucked up that makes you a lot more empathetic towards no, Walt. No, I really like crazy. Walter. Yeah, no, no but I'm just saying, my... but as far as an emotional investment, I have of all the characters, I have the most emotional investment in I'm him. Just saying, I totally more. am sympathetic with him in his situation. Are you not invested in his son? No. Okay. You know why? Why? He's actually a fine actor. He's doing a great job. He's, he's fucking. 2.0? He's he's fucking Dawson's Creek. I can't get over it. He was on Dawson's Creek. Yes, he was. Did he play Dawson? No. Who's Dawson? Was there a character named Dawson? Uh, was it Dawson? James Vanderbeek? I've never point? seen Dawson's Creek. Me either, but I was peers with so many people who did. Do you did. not feel empathy towards hot, sexy, spring-haired black lady? She's just kind of there to be a sidekick. She really dude. is just she there. She has no character she's, beyond she's a She's there to be perky. She's like Willow without the she's personality. She's fine, but yeah, yeah I, I don't object to her. I think she's cute. I was surprised because, you know, when she shows up in the first episode, too, I'm watching, oh, she's yeah. cute. And I'm like, I'm waiting for her to develop a nope. personality or a character. <laughs> like, nope. She's cute. I'm assuming over the course you know, of five seasons you get the little more about her. But yeah. like, yeah. I'm only I'm only halfway through season one, so there's still plenty of time for them to do I something. I think this whatever, show, yeah. I'm benefiting from my experience with the X-Files, though, where it's like, okay, these sorts of shows, just there's a deep, yeah. rich mythology. Well, this really is just X-Files 2.0. Don't give a fuck about it. Just focus on the characters. What are the most horrifying uh, monster stuff have you seen so far? Body horror and, like, grotesque things. Did you miss I the literally first... don't watch that. Did you watch no, the I watched, pilot? Again? I watched the pilot. So you saw the yeah. people melting. Yes, and it was hard because that the way that's those the worst people, thing I've seen. The way those people um, looked and acted is kind of how I feel like I am when I'm having a panic attack. So yeah. it's really hard to watch. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of gross body horror on it. There's actually recently there was a character who modified his body extensively with all this sort of machinery and shit and did all this self surgery and shit could not watch it i just my wife just goes annie don't look <laughs> i look away that's my trick to watching fringe but they yeah. got hannibal all clear yeah. i don't know why dude i don't get that's it one. i don't get it dude hannibal's great is there a new episode tonight i want to go home and watch there should it right be now. actually yeah if we were to stop recording soon you'll hannibal. be home in time to watch i think it starts Fucking at 10 love hannibal. in two hours hannibal. what else what else that's it dude let's just see you never watch tv i can't even talk about game of thrones or doctor who or anything like that without mad men you don't give a shit about 
Oh man, man, got gross this week. So Don Draper, he made this mistake of now he's got this dude at work now who's like gunning for his job and yeah. who's like almost as good as him as job. And so he takes his aggressions out on his mistress and he makes him get his shoes on her hands and knees. And her and his mistress is the chick from Freaks and Geeks, who's cute. And it's like, oh, Don Draper, you're gross. Don't do sexual role play power bullshit with Lindsay Weir. It's kind of freaking me out. That's my Mad Men review. <laughs> Bill is uncomfortable with sexual power dynamics. But it's what it does. What it's when you when you're having sexual power uh, dynamics with girls who I still remember from when they were twelve on a TV show <laughs> years ago. Yeah, fair always, enough. Yeah. Imagine if Clarissa explains it all. Had like a bondage. Relationship. I could not sexualize Melissa Joan Hart. It would just just the thought of that gives Did me. Did you hear about she had a Kickstarter? We can talk about it. It's on your Geek Week. I didn't research it. I oh. should have actually researched this about as much as we're going to talk about. While we take a break, we should actually look it up <laughs> so we have something to talk about. Okay, we'll be back <laughs> in a moment. Now, Annie has just oh, watched man. the Melissa Joan Hart's uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch Kickstarter oh video. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing! Yeah, they really do come out, kind of come out and say, well, Veronica Mars did it! We can also get money from you on Kickstarter, please! Oh Give my us god, money! So it's two so million! Sad. Yeah, that's the thing. So sad for a couple reasons. A, she asked for two million dollars! Which is more than Veronica Mars did. Veronica Mars asked for what, 1.5? Yeah. And then she only got, after almost a What's month, the she math? only got... $50,000? What's 50000 of $2 million? Is that like one twentieth? <laughs> it may be. Oh, oh my god. I'm an artist, not a mathematician. So but what's her, Yeah, the, 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 what's great is the video is like, we'll give cooler rewards than the Veronica Mars Kickstarter did. They're like, what kind of rewards can we have? Oh, the same rewards Sign as the Veronica posters, Mars. digital downloads, oh, DVDs. I, I mean... It's so, how delusional do you have to be? You know what I would hate to see? So they deleted the Kickstarter. Can you not go back and see? Oh, she canceled it. canceled. That means it must still be there. How desperate do the updates get towards the end? Where she's like, hey guys. Oh man. We only have a week to go. That's so Um, sad. Please. I don't want to buy bullets for my gun. When was Clarissa Explains It All on? Was that like 15 years ago? Oh, God. Oh, this is the other thing. She's 37 and has three kids. I didn't realize she was that old. I mean, of course, she can have a family, but god damn. She's old. Oh, fuck. Ah! Man, they canceled it four days ago. uh, It started on April 11th. She raised $51,000. However, from 315 backers. That's not too bad. They were very enthusiastic I was going to say, that means the people who did fund had to have given a lot of fucking money. Probably a couple of relatives. Yeah. A couple. Well, who's a real big fan? Is anyone listening a huge fan of Melissa Joan Two people pledged more than $10,000. God. So the actual real amount is even less. Oh my god, like 30000 To be in the movie. Anyway, there's a lot of talk about Melissa Joan Hart's Kickstarter. Oh man, that is so sad! Oh my god, there are 10 updates. Oh Should we start a Kickstarter? For a new microphone? For a new microphone. A new iPad? Is that is uh, my iPad still acting up? No. Okay. I turned it off and turned it on again. Uh, well, so yeah, the, we'll, we'll, we're back with the Geek Week in... What do we call this part? Geek Week in Review. Geek Week in Review. I need to drink more caffeine. What's going on in the world? Hold on, I'm still looking at... <laughs> All this. It's the car crash you can't not look at. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh, it's so sad. Oh what other Nickelodeon stars should have so Kickstarters? Sad. 
Oh, I can't. It's a, what, this Cassid Hay dude? <laughs> See, I don't know anything about it. Should the Rob Rats get a Kickstarter? Uh, what was the show? Camp, I don't wanna, we hold you in our hearts. See, I was too short. Kickstarter. Slut your shorts. Yeah, I missed all that stuff growing Cast up. Cast the your shorts. Uh, maybe a Double Dare Kickstarter? Who knows? Anyway. Who want to create the world's giant biggest by the vat of gas? <laughs> Did you know the guy who hosted Double Dare was crazy OCD guy? No. Yeah, supposedly it drove him crazy being on that. You know, because it's all messy and you're yeah. getting germs and shit everywhere. Supposedly, was like, he had real issues with Mark that. Mark Summers? Mark Summers, yeah. 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 Oh, Just poor guy. That out there, That's yeah. So I guess maybe you wrote a memoir about it. I like the idea, like, here's my memoirs about the two years I hosted Double what Dare. What was the, what was the, t- the, the, the game show where it was, like, a fake, um, Incan temple? Uh, and there was like this big talking, uh, like that uh, sounds familiar. Stone guy, and there was it wasn't like, Carmen San Diego, right? Oh no, 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 no! It was a game show on on Nickelodeon, and there was a part of it oh, where so Legends I've of the seen Hidden Temple, then. Legends of the Hidden Temple, I think, and there were parts of it that were like a video game <laughs> where there was an obstacle course, but it was a green screen, and there were video game like elements that you would see as a the viewer at home. I'm googling. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple, man. I would fund the Legends of the Hidden Temple Kickstarter. I want to know about the rich mythology behind Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> this is a uh, <laughs> the leopard skin cloak of Annie Oakley. That is that episode. <laughs> That's the first thing that shows up on YouTube. Nice. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Geek Week interview. So I guess we're not having a Nickelodeon reminiscence. Reminisc- that just happens. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I know about Nickelodeon. It has Avatar the Last Airbender. It's Legend of Korra. That's all I know. There you go. An HD remastering of Star Trek Next Gen... Oops, sorry. Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah! Get it straight! Became a bit more likely as a bunch of CGI assets from the show were located by an FX guy who worked on the show. This is a big deal since most of DS9's effects were computer generated. They'd all have to be recreated from scratch if those original CGI files could not be found. Yeah. So anything that makes it... It's, Deep Space Nine is still clearly far and away the best Star Trek uh, TV series. So if they, if they could actually get that remastered for HD, that'd be... Yeah, yeah, so good. It also starts off less slowly than other Star Treks. Because all the Star Treks kind of start off this slowly. This is true. And the first two seasons of Deep Space Nine are, are still kind of clumsy. But yeah, no, towards the end of that show, that gets legitimately not just good for a Star Trek show, but just a good show in general. I actually watched, of my own volition, the first season of Deep Space Nine. Notice you didn't get too much farther than that. Well, but we just kind of got distracted. Because it's still Star Trek, my, my, yeah. my wife loved, that's her favorite Star Trek yeah. too, so yeah, I I watched we watched the first season. It was really good. And but yeah, unfortunately, most of the, the effects shiny. on that show uh, were all computer generated. Whereas the next generation was still using models, like computer generated imagery just started becoming a big thing when Deep Space Nine uh, came on the air. But which yeah. means that they don't have any uh, like filmed elements of those models. If they were to do like a Blu-rays of uh, Deep Space Nine, they'd have to go back and re-render everything at a higher resolution. Didn't they do that for like Next Generation or whatever? There's been a couple, they... like Next Generation had some computer effects, but it was still mostly model shot on film. But I thought so they went as back as... and like redid, oh no, I'm thinking of the original series. Didn't they do that That's, original yeah, series? Yeah, the original series. And... Yeah, they didn't even bother. They just went and said, fuck it, we're just going to replace all the special effects. Yeah. So that's what they were talking about. Essentially, Deep Space Nine would be put back together almost exactly like they did the original series where yeah like all the exterior shots 
of these Space Nine and all the ships and stuff and all just be digitally just recreated. Okay. But yeah, the thing that makes it a lot easier is this guy who worked on Deep Space Nine, he found a lot of those original files. He found like the zip disk? Yeah. <laughs> which I, yeah, he's like, oh, I can lie. I found most of the ships. And he said that there would be some work kind of uprising all those assets. Oh, sure. It's just like a video game at that point. Exactly. And, and they said they like uh, everything was uh, high, built natively, high resolution enough, that they wouldn't have to do that much work just to import that stuff, so it'd be more or less just yeah, a matter of Paramount just throwing the money at the project just to essentially start rebuilding those episodes too. So yeah, so that, that that's kind of cool. I'll keep my fingers crossed for you, Bill. This is not Kira, Odo, Bashir, <laughs> all your favorites. Gana, the dude. Who was your favorite Star Trek character of the first of the season that you watched? Um, you don't remember any of it. Really it's just a liked, big beige blur. I really like Odo. Yeah, Odo's the shit. Um, Kira's pretty neat. She got mad. She got oh. I like Dax. Do you like the Irish guy O'Brien? No, really. I liked him on on Enter or whatever. because his fucking shrew wife is like and her, his relationship. <laughs> she never gets better. Is the one of the it worst things I've ever <laughs> seen on that, TV. We up that on the first season. Oh, oh god, man. yeah. It's but so he welcomes bad. you to the layer cake. <laughs> Welcome to the layer and, cake. And uh, what's the name of the quark? And the Ferengi guy with the big ears. Yeah, yeah. Quark. I remembered his name. Yeah, there we go. So there we go. Oh man, yeah. Fully and I like what's his butt. I like Avery Brooks, the captain. Yeah, he gets name? better once he shaves his head and gets a goatee. Yeah. Yeah, he gets even more badass. Man, the shit he has to do in the big war that happens. So I, mean, I like. I kind of. What I'm saying is, I kind of like everybody. Else. I understand. Take the. Uh, what's his name? Bashir is a bitch though. And he's a bitch. He's, he gets more interesting later, but he's yeah. really, really not interesting. Well, you would love all the later scenes later on in the series when Bashir and the Irish guy O'Brien become best friends, and there's whole episodes dedicated to that. No. You just kill so your TV. They do Butch and Sundancian, sort of. Well, they, they have adventures in the holodeck where it's kind of, like, insinuated. They do have, like, like those kind of adventures in the... You don't get to see them, because they're yeah. just like, oh, we're but we're dressed up like cowboys. We're dressed up like English aviators during World <laughs> War II, but we're going off to the holodeck to have, like, a big fight with, like, the Jerrys and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, it's adorable. Cute, but... Yeah, that's Deep Space Nine. In other nerd news, it was announced, uh, I think they released a trailer for, I think it's a movie, uh, My Little Pony Equestria Girls. Did you see this? I did. In it My Little Pony mine. Equestria Girls, the ponies are all people. They are uh, specifically teenage girls in high school. Still notes, now they're anthropomorphic and have accessories you can buy. Everyone's response is very cynical, like, oh, now it's just a different way to sell products. My first thought was, you know what, at least now they can sexualize a human. Well, like, now, that's well, kind of No, 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 see, I, the, this is generally my thought process. If I'm at Hasbro and, like, these adult men <laughs> want to fuck these horses, let's at least make them women. But I think it's a ploy so that now the original ponies are going to be more attractive because they're obviously we're not wearing clothes. See, this is the horrifying thing, too. I thought this was a whole just a reimagining of the whole My Little Pony no, thing. No, it's like an alternate world. It's an alternate world where the ponies actually go into our world and they're transformed into people. And so they have to start learning not how not to shit on the floors. <laughs> and they learn how to wear clothes, which insinuates at the end they probably go back into the pony world and have to get used to, like, shitting on the floors again <laughs> and not wearing underwear or clothing of any kind or being able to use their hands. I can only hope that someone has made a um oh what's it called uh gulliver's travels my little pony crossover 
Because in, in Gulliver's Travels, there's the Winnems. What are the? Because I know they're horse people. Yeah. What's, what's, are, well, they, are there horses that just pretend they're people? No, 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 no. They're horses, but they have this fully developed culture and houses and everything. And they're basically they're the animal class that they use to like for their agriculture and everything. And the slaves are people. Oh, okay. I can't remember uh, what they're called. They're like bohunks. Well, also, okay, the question your girls. You decide to take your girlfriend, who happens to be a pony shaped like a human now, on a little lovely carriage ride. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my horse. See, she, she just shoots herself. She just have a chance for a foursome bill. <laughs> hey, hey, honey, throw me the newspaper. Let's see what's... Oh, it's the Kentucky Derby. Oh, honey, don't look at this. It's kind of fucked up. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't use that glue. Don't, no, no, but the, you don't want to think about that shit. I am um, so impressed that I remembered how to spell Winnems. Winnems are spelled H-O-U-Y-H-N-H-N-M. Um, what are the people called? Winnems. Can there be? Yahoos. That's what the humans are called, Yahoos. That's it. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm picturing. That's a, that's a divergence. I'm picturing my little pony version of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I'm pretty sure I've seen that on Tumblr. We have two riders on a horse. They go up to the cliff, and you just hear a voice. It's all in silhouette, but you hear a voice like, "Oh, they're coming for us. We got, we got to jump off this cliff." And it turns out, the 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 horse just bucks off the two riders, and you know because it's actually the horse, of course, who's just escaping. This joke is and then really he jumps funny, off though. the cliff. So but it doesn't really make any sense because it's only one guy. He can't really barter yeah. with himself. Uh-huh. And assuming that people are too stupid it's to actually really even understand what's going on. Funny joke. <laughs> so good. Are Maybe there the, where are the saddle toss? Are there people in the My Little Pony? Not universe? that I've seen. I've only seen a couple episodes. Did you really play with My Little Pony as a kid? So I don't know if this this runs by any no. rules from old My no. Little Pony. Fuck a boatload of My Little Pony. I was a tomboy, dude. Oh, yeah, my little sister well, was surprised little at the number of people and who. I would cut off their hair and I would do sacrifices. <laughs> I cut Aww. off all the hair of one of her Milo ponies. I drew tattoos all over it with Sharpie, and then I put it on the grill. By the way, tiny baby psychopath Annie. <laughs> uh, how did your parents react to this highly flammable polyvinyl they, plastic doll being placed on the grill? They were displeased. But yeah, so yeah, it's just the fact that it's actually the real ponies being turned into people and presumably back. It's just kind of... It's all kind of world building, kind of like, nah, 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 nah. I don't know, man. Like I said, I genu- my genuinely, my first thought was at least then these adult but men can be attracted got, like, to ears women. And, shit, and, I think and they're, they're still, still colors, tails. yeah. Yeah. And because they now have to wear clothes, like they're what are the things on their asses? Oh, they're what are they like on their skirts? Marks? Like, yeah, there's going to be at least a week adjustment right. where they're still trying to take off their pants and saying, oh, why are you, you asking me? Way why too are much? you asking about my interest? Can you not see on my naked ass that I'm now exposing to you that I love ice cream and Bill, I have ice cream on my you are You have officially thought way too much about this. Uh, yeah. Here, I'm looking it up. I don't think they have ears. I'm I think just saying my, uh, my, uh... You're just upset because now your, um, anthropomorphic My Little Pony fanfiction is not canon. That's what you're upset about. Oh, God. Can we change the, uh, icon art for the podcast for a week just so we can look like equestrian girls? So, so okay, well, they do have a dinosaur bunny that hang... We were talking way too much about My Little Pony. <laughs> See, they have human ears. They're do just, they? Yeah. The ones I saw, they had still had prickly ears. No. Do they have noses? No. Yeah, they have noses. Oh, I had seen... Maybe that was actually 
actually just furry fanfic I'd seen. But their color, they're they're all still the same colors, and their shoes are made to look like. Kind oh, they of got like a bit clumpy shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and the dinosaur turns is into now a, dog. a dog. Yeah. That still talks. Presumably. Oh my god. Hey, what's the gay one look like? Is she dikey? I don't know which one is the, the gay, gay one. The gay one's a robe rainbow one. Have you never seen this shit? <laughs> no. I tried to, I did try There's to the, watch. It's on Netflix. The pilot was free on iTunes, and I did try to watch it because I heard so many people talk about it's it. It's cute, but, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, you know. And, that, and Annie's... I turned away from the iPad for a second, your, and Annie's looking at gay porn. Your computer... Were those, were those naked wrestlers fucking? No, Dylan sent me a link to a picture of just it's a dude cheesecake in his in it. You gotta show me. Come on. He's it's not. I can stand up to some penis. It's there's no genitals. He's in his his. Uh, oh, I would see this anyway because I'm friends yeah. with that Tumblr. I follow yeah. that Tumblr. It's just a dude in his. I, oh, this I thought, is actually oh, because really he cute. was laying down. Because I thought, yeah. oh, I thought he was fucked. Oh, he's playing no. video games. No, the joke is that this is the fake uh, fake uh, nerd boy. Oh, that makes sense. At least that was the joke when I saw uh, it. His controller would be he's a. Got, he's not... got his flash underwear on, uh, and yeah. all his. Uh, he's reading comics, and you know, yeah, fake nerd boy. To be fair, I lived with you and Dylan for two years, and that's pretty much what I had to wake up to every morning. You guys in your underwear playing Xbox. Oh well, yes. It was a perfect fantasy. Are we gonna find next time we meet? Will they have announced the new Xbox? I think they so. They will have not announced... Yes! Tuesday! Tuesday! They will not have announced the new Xbox. They will have announced the new Microsoft Entertainment product Excuse for... me. The next generation. Or what is it? Like, yeah. the new... <laughs> Vaguely. The inter- I love that just oh, one comment Guys, we got a new Xbox. <laughs> it's gotta be like... The next, the next generation, generation of entertainment, entertainment portfolios. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the bullshit. Yeah, it sounds like Entertainment 720 <laughs> or I Prestige know. Worldwide. What are the other... Actually, they were smart as hell. <laughs> they would get... Supposedly, I guess the unveiling of the next Xbox. It's funny. I didn't. Yeah, we didn't put this in the show notes. Yeah. Well, I guess it's going to be on like Spike TV and stuff. Yeah. It's not just going to be like an E3 thing, like where it's just like like within the video game community. It's going to be broadcast. It's going to be a big thing. Yeah. But yeah, they got like an Xbox. Like yeah, they're like oh man, Entertainment Zone's so, so, right. Just to come, so just good. to introduce it, that would be hilarious. That's that would right. get everyone on that. That Xbox would be so stupid, no one would care because the opening would be so funny. That's right. So you just so the 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 introduction can't be as amazing as no. it. No, we just ruined it for ourselves. Oh well. What do you care? What do you think about what it's going to be or anything like that? You know, predictions or anything. There's a part of me that is kind of dreading this whole thing just because I it's so much damn money, so much damn money I'm going to spend at the end of this year. Oy. But you know what? The PlayStation Four. So I mean, they they've won. Not in that they announced anything that was interesting to me, but they fucking focused on video games. Mm-hmm. The Xbox. Well, that's they're what not I'm kind of worried focus. about. It's going to be the whole entertainment experience. They're well, going to talk about. When I was joking about it, like not being an Xbox, but I'm wondering if it's. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Xbox name just gets dropped entirely. And it is like the Microsoft. God knows new think, name entertainment. I don't think they can afford to ditch the brand well, altogether. There's too much money in that name. Yeah. I don't think they can afford to, to, to remarket. It would cost too much. They'll just call it the Connect from now on. It'll be just like, it'll still be one, but because Connect will be built in. It'll be the Microsoft Connect. I think it's going to have, like, they're going to have some sort of deal with, like, cable provider. Yeah, it's going to be kind of horrifying. It's going to be, yeah. like, this whole Franken thing. I can't believe that I'm more interested in the PlayStation 4 just because they actually talk about video games. Yeah. Anyway. And also, Microsoft has enough hubris. I could see them totally just biffing it by just assuming, well, here's all this 
there's all this extra shit you don't need that's not video games, but because they're trying to cover their bases and trying to dominate so many different entertainment categories, they don't want to be. They don't want to own games. They yeah. want to own. Well, they want to be the next games. Apple, so they want to have. They want to have something that's like Apple TV, but also appeases Apple or uh, like uh, uh, cable TV companies, and mm-hmm. ugh, it's just gonna be. Oh God, I'm, I'm afraid to see what Xbox Live is gonna be like. How much they're gonna be charging for that? Yeah. And uh, it's it's so much potential for them to uh, fuck things up and just be a horror show. And Grant, we'll have plenty to talk about next week when all this stuff is unveiled. Well, you know, it just occurred to me that all of PlayStation's, like, video sharing stuff gives them the ability to say, well, now we have to charge for it. Yeah. Oh, I know, exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's not just, you know, online A lot of people were thinking the Xbox Live was going to go free. Yeah. Because Sony did so well with their free service. Although... like, their service didn't really take off until PlayStation Plus, which is paid, but you get a yeah. lot of free shit back for that. Yeah, it's a really PlayStation cool service. Plus is really I haven't been part of it, but, like, if I played more games these days, uh, like... My Vita really actually came but... with three months of Plus for free. Yeah? And, uh, yeah, it was actually... It's nice, because then I just add games out of the box. Their mm. deals and stuff are usually pretty good. I'm almost kind of curious. I'm almost tempted to uh, throw it out for a bunch of prepaid Microsoft Gold pre-cards now, just in case there is a price bump. <laughs> That, like, I'll be grandfathered in think, under a lower rate. Do rates. you think it's going to transfer to the new system, dude? Oh, that'd have to be fucking crazy. I've got a year's... I've already got at least enough Xbox Live Gold Oh, you time. mean Gold. I'm sorry, I thought you meant, like, uh, Not points. points. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All the points you transfer, too. Even though, supposedly, the rumor is this week that it has been... Not confirmed, but, like, supposedly that's going to be a big feature is that they're finally going to say, yeah, like, we're finally doing away with points. Thank Because no one else uses points yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's always just a Microsoft bullshit thing. And yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. As long as long as they don't change the controllers too much, I don't know. We'll see. It's all video game shit. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Can't be any worse than the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's pretty much it. Fuck's sake. Uh, anyway. Um, I can't remember how you see the name. What's the name of the brave princess? M- M- Merida? Merida. I think it's just Merida. Yeah. Merida's official Disney princess redesign. She was redesigned. She, so she is announced to be an official member of the princess pantheon. She had an online they, coronation ceremony. And they redesigned her. She was skinnier. She's slightly less goofy looking. Um, she has no bow and arrows. Um, and she's got the dress that she is forced to wear against her will, except it's even girlier. She's got makeup. Her hair is better. Yeah, it's less curly. It's more. Oh. It's more manageable. Yeah, it shouldn't say better. Yeah, it's like it's more styled and everything. Yeah, oh man, know. internet freaked out so hard that I Disney so... came out and quietly withdrew it. I, it's funny because a lot of people didn't realize how these pr- Disney princesses get restyled. This isn't the first yeah. time they've done that. Oh, it's, it's an more of a leap because it's a CGI character being yeah. put into the 2D form. So of course she's not going to look quite the same. But they've done this with all the other Disney princesses oh, where they like new outfits and a little more stylized, a little more yeah. cuter. It's just this is the first time. Well, it's hard because she's a tomboy. Yeah. You know? And, it's and they so... totally fucked it up, though. They removed anything that was interesting about her and just kind of like, well, she's got red hair. I can't wait to see what did they do to Calhoun. Was that her name? She didn't leave. You know, no, she's not a princess, but, uh... Oh, excuse me. Yeah, because what's-her-butt is. Yeah, Penelope uh, von Schweetz. Penelope von Schweetz is a princess. But she does have a princess She's a outfit. president. She's not... <laughs> for hiring disabled quote-unquote tour guides to their kids and visiting Disney parks because handicapped people and the people traveling with them get to cut in line at every yeah. ride. 
And I can speak from personal experience, says Bill, it is the best. Yeah, no, when I went to Disneyland, or no, well, Disney World, like, 20 years ago, uh, my dad, he was just starting to get arthritis, and so he got a wheelchair. And we thought, you know, the only reason he got a wheelchair, because it was going to be, like, 12 straight hours walk around this yeah, park. And absolutely. it's a huge, well, Disney World especially is a huge fucking yeah. park. What we did not realize uh, was, uh, you know, we thought we'd, just in case he needs the wheelchair, in case he wants to sit down or anything like that. Once we realized that having someone in a wheelchair means you could get the cut in the front of line, and at every ride, he spent the whole rest of the week in that wheelchair having a great <laughs> old time. And we saw everything like 10 times yeah. over. It was the best. No waiting for anything. That's amazing. And I think they've cut down on that a little bit. Like, I guess there's still, I guess there's, there's like a handicapped line and it's yeah. much more of a regimented thing. Although 20 years ago, yeah, you just, you had someone in a, I, I would always tell people, like, if you go to Disneyland or Disney World, 20 bucks will rent you a wheelchair. You don't need any <laughs> credentials or anything like that. Just rent a wheelchair. Well, that's all you sit around. You just get to push yourself. And What's you, really sad oh is it what, now, what happens now if you're actually handicapped to go to Disney World? Do they, like, fucking grill you? I'm sure I'm, I'm sure, sure you probably they, need a doctor's note and a yeah. fucking insurance. Oh, man. Because of guys like me telling everyone fake Assholes. an injury at Walt Disneyland. Assholes. Yeah. But Disneyland, when was the last time you've been to a Disney park? I went when I, oh, we went man. when I was a little kid, when I was like seven, and yeah. then again when I was like 13. And we went to the one in Florida. Which one's the one in Florida? That's Disney World. Disney yeah. World, That's yeah. the good one. Yeah. Not the fucking Disneyland. I, it was long enough ago that when I went, we also went to Universal Studios, and they we had a Hercules and Xena thing. Oh, no! That's how long ago it Wait, was. I, when I went, My they had Back to the Future the Ride. My sister got Oh, there was also Back to the Future the Ride. But yeah, my little sister got turned into a centaur with a green screen. They should make that into a TV show. They should. For girls. <laughs> was, she st- was she still wearing clothes? Um. Oh, man. But yeah, assholes, man. I am shocked. Shocked that rich people are gaming the system. So yeah, what this was, yeah, they would hire, yeah, people who quote, like, this is great because they were justifying this to the police or whatever as, no, it's just a crippled tour guide who just shows that they're, like, the parents wouldn't even go with their kids. But that's kind of the most depressing thing is that you yeah. would send your kids to Disneyland or Disney World, not even go with them, but, like, put them in the hands of a total stranger who yeah. may or may not be crippled just so they can cut in line all day with a total stranger. It's just kind of the most, like, yeah. that's, like, the kind of parenting gig where if this were a movie... This would be the thing that you do that where, like, someone steps in and teaches you a parenting moment. Exactly. About how to be a parent, better parent or something And like that's that. why yeah. you always run I'm assuming this, this this whole scheme is run by, like, Adam Sandler and he's going to learn a lesson or something. <laughs> this is going to be a movie. It's yeah, Michael yeah. Bay's next movie. I'm oh, just saying. Uh, do- Actually, that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, the Doctor Who name of the Doctor Leak was it Leak? So okay, so th- this Sunday is well in the UK it's Saturday, but this Sunday in America it's the last episode of the season is airing, and this is supposed to be the episode where we find out what the Doctor's name is, Lawrence. <laughs> but the weird thing is, there's a BBC America supposedly accidentally sent out thousands of copies of the whole Blu-ray set for the whole season out oh. to people c- containing that last episode. And so you had a couple people like on Twitter and Reddit saying, "Oh, look what I got! A super special episode." Remember, no, I can't talk about it, but look what I got! And so all the news went out over the internet. Oh my God, that last episode is leaked. Turns out, no torrents of it appeared anywhere. No one was tweeting any pictures from the episode or anything mm. like that. And uh, people point out this is probably fake leak just to uh, just to drum up publicity for the episode because oh. it's it's episodes that were supposedly uh, like 
sent out through the BBC, so there's no way to verify it with like an outside company or sure. like if it was Amazon, yeah. you could actually ask them. Oh, like, yeah. Did you guys actually send out episodes? Yeah. BBC doesn't have to say that. They say, yeah, we actually don't only send out a couple, but a whole bunch of episodes. And uh, uh, I guess Stephen Moffat, the guy who runs the show, w- like said, "Oh, well, if you guys don't spoil anything for for people who haven't seen the episode yet, we promise to have a little uh, little video message at the end of the week from uh, from Matt Smith and David Tennant." To you know, as as a little incentive for no one to spoil it, so which is kind of justifying oh, of why these spoilers. That's, that's all you need to make the internet behave. Yeah, because there's no torrent <laughs> of this any, online yeah, or anything. No like, it's just the appearance of a yeah, link without uh-huh. there actually being any. Because you know, yeah. like that that shit is not going to knock no. it online. Yeah, there's no, no way. matter what kind of like uh, like little no bullshit you dangle in front of people. So it, there's not a really interesting story there, other than. Doctor Who tried to drop some publicity for its last episode. God bless. Well, this this season has not been very good. I don't think it's been doing that well in the ratings. So I guess there's their way to kind of drum up some 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 news before the end of the last episode. So. Oh man. Oh Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Any Brent... guesses what his name is? Stinkles. Stephen Moffat. Is this the part where I have to go into my whole theory of who what I think he is? Bill, what's your theory? Not my theory. When Doctor Who was going to be canceled like forty years ago, yes, the the head writer of Doctor Who was going to come up with this whole thing about how Time Lord, you know, the Doctor's Time Lord, he's mm-hmm. all fucking infinite and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Time Lord Society was founded by these three dudes who invented time travel. Yeah, and two of the dudes went crazy and killed each other, but there was one third guy who helped invent time travel. Who he got, uh, he just disappeared. No one knows what happened to him, but they think he may have died or something like that. And Time Lords have this thing where they can't have babies. Right. This this is a shit where it's like, okay, this is stupid science fiction shit. Time Wait, Lords. How does the doctor have a granddaughter? I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> doctor Who. Timey wimey. So, how Time Lords re- reproduce is that, like, when they die, their soul goes into this giant solar loom where a new soul is woven. And that's how you make a new so person. So it's not really reproduction as much as it's recycling. Yeah, kind of. And supposedly the, the theory has always been that uh, the Doctor was actually the soul of this one dead founder of Time Lord Society okay. who got rewoven a new soul, and that's the Doctor. Sure. And uh, supposedly this is the, the guy who was writing Doctor Who when it got canceled. He said this is, he was working on the big reveal. He was he had laid down all these like story points and stuff. And the end of the season, he was going to reveal, oh, the Doctor is this Time Lord guy from the beginning of time. Yeah. But the show got canceled. Oh. And so everyone's been like, now that the show's been back ever yeah. since this new version, everyone's been kind of wondering if they're actually going to pay off on that. So, I, but the thing is that, that that character didn't have a name, so they could still make up a name. Yeah. But if they actually reveal who he is, that'd be kind of cool if they say, oh, he's this Time Lord found. I'm going to throw it out there. 40 years ago was this thread? So, yeah, I know. They, they're not obligated to use it. And when have they alluded to it at Never. all? Yeah, exactly. But that's kind of like, if you're going to explain who Doctor Who is and who he came from, I don't know. I don't know what... The older I get, the more I realize that answering the questions is the least interesting Man, part. especially if, if you've been watching any J.J. Abrams bullshit, you'll <laughs> learn real quick. Lost actually kind of taught... That was what it is for me. No, I mean, it's true of anything. Oh, that's another thing. At the answering... end of Star Trek, yeah. you see the writing credits. It's, you know, Robert Erke, Robert Kurtzman, and Damon Lindelof. You people booed! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Damon this is the other thing, too. Star Trek. Guess who was there? Every goddamn movie screening I see in Pittsburgh. Or, wait, no, what town we live in? Portland. Portland. It's goddamn both. Him? Oh, was it uh, 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 Brian This is like seriously, like, like three... the seventh time you've been to a movie Seriously, screening both at critic screenings and live normal screenings. <laughs> so and then weird. I'm kind of, kind of thinking about saying something. <laughs> just because I brought Matt, 
Michael Oming just a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. And I was going to say something to him. I just be like, hey, I know Michael Oming. <laughs> we were in Vietnam together. <laughs> I decided to guess that. But then Michael Oming did show up and they were kind of talking. I was still going to be hey, Michael Oming, we're best friends now, right? Draw more monkey fucking. But I didn't do that. Um, Brad Bird admitted this week that he's been thinking about The Incredibles 2 for a while now. That's funny. That's a news item. He's been thinking about it. I follow. I started following Brian or uh, uh, Brad Bird on the uh, Twitter. He yeah. has the worst Twitter account to follow. This is really bad. He just kind of yells at things. He he's like, "I want to talk about sports. I don't even know what sport he's talking about. I think <laughs> basketball. I don't even know. He doesn't tweet that often though. But when he does, it's t- 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 yeah, it's, it's kind of cryptic. Sport he hitter. also confirmed that he turned down the next Star Wars movie. Yeah, because he's working on Tomorrowland, written by Damon Lindelof. <laughs> Wait, but that doesn't mean he necessarily turned down the third. I know exactly. He's got well, or one of the one-offs that they want to do too. Literally, the best thing that could happen to Star Wars would be a Brad Bird Star Wars movie. I cannot think of that, a better. It better it would be better than J.J. Abrams because he's got a better storytelling name, and character. Name things. a director who would be a better make a better Star Wars than Brad Bird. Sorry, Bell. Brad Bird gets the action, he gets the character, he gets the heart. Did you see the last Mission Impossible? I did. That was pretty good. It was really good. Uh, Steven Spielberg? No. What was the last good Steven Spielberg movie? AI part of it? <laughs> the first two thirds of AI. Oh, <laughs> uh, no! Lincoln was great! <laughs> Bill says, pausing dramatically. I've never actually even seen Lincoln yet. I keep to do a Django and Chained uh, Lincoln double feature. I just haven't worked <laughs> up the courage yet. Um, but yeah, no, Brad Bird, he's really, Brad in terms Bird. of just character and action yeah. and everything like that, yeah. pretty visuals. And yeah. Someone who Especially gets... for animated. Oh my god. Even, no. Even yes! Because dude dude has... God. Yeah. Although then again, ha- a Star Wars movie is going to be half CGI animated anyway. Yeah. yeah. Literally the best thing that could happen to Star Wars would be Brad Bird being attached to it. The I mean, I still thing. think, hopefully, like, you get J.J. Amos to do the first one, you get Brad Bird to do the second or third one. I don't know. Who would you run, choose to round out that trilogy of actors or, or directors? See, I'm so, I can't think of anyone, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a super director lady anyway, but, yeah. like, who, who is... Edgar Wright? No. <laughs> he would be a hell of a No, I would want you. Edgar Wright to do one of the spinoffs. With Jade and Simon Pegg. <laughs> if we actually use that cast, like Simon Pegg and Ed Frost. But I mean, on, like, oh, Edgar God. Wright, Frost. he's got like that visual flair yeah, and like no. a really good sense of action and a really good sense of character. You want to use some kind of young and badass and kind of give him a break, though. Yeah, but Edgar yeah, Wright. Edgar Wright would be pretty good. Yeah, but his story. Be, yeah. I mean, it would be at least you know there'd be funny parts and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah. well, Edgar Wright would. I mean, I'd be curious to see Edgar Wright do a straight up action movie. Frank Capra, resurrect him. Uh, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Yeah, we <laughs> in New York. We like Gang of New York. Why not? He's friends with uh, George Lucas. Why friends not? Friends with Coppola. Hey, everybody! This is the boy. Howdy is that podcast. is that really how we ended? That's it. That's what we got. Okay. You had Melissa John Hart. Oh, we he had. Oh, should we read Grumpy Turtle Letter? He sent us. Wait, hold on. Make make a joke while I read. Uh, um. Oh, he's asking us if he wants to if we want to play Monaco that just came on through sixty. No, I've heard of the game. I have no idea what it is. Oh, it's a it's like a heist game. It's a four player heist game where you're each different members of a crew that's trying to crack into like a that's, bank or something. It's supposed that to be sounds good. awesome. It's nothing that interests me. You're a horrible. Horse. You guys go play. Don't worry about me. We still have to get. To... I don't like playing multiplayer games. You guys go play without me. We still need to get together and play. Um, World of Warcraft. 
No, we, we, we still have to do that, too, but me and uh, Grumpy Turtle, we keep on missing each other. We're trying to play Saints Row 2 together, mm-hmm. and I downloaded all the DLC and, and, and stuff for that for us to play together. Also, he was asking... Uh, um... This is always my favorite part of the podcast. Where I'm trying to end it when it's snappy and high energy and build just... No, here's a... Have you thought about playing Alpha, Alpha Protocol? Um, I own it. I started playing it. The the um, the learning curve was a little high for me. But it was an, an int- it's an intriguing concept. And I do like Obsidian. Obsidian, those poor bastards. I'm, I want to go back and replay it just to give it a shot. But yeah, Alpha Protocol is a fucking weird game. Because the, the way you're... Uh, it's kind of fascinating. The, um, the dialogue in Walking Dead actually reminded me a lot of Alpha Protocol. Mm-hmm. Because in Alpha Protocol, things are also timed. Okay, that's cool. So yeah. like when you're in a conversation, you have a certain amount of time to respond. And, um, you, but your, your dialogue choices are super impactful. Not only on the person's relationship with you, but like genuinely on what information you do or do not know going into the next mission. Yeah. So, and, uh, like, there's a whole... What I was impressed with in Alpha Protocol is that there's, like, a flirtation system in it. Like, where you can, like... But it's not as obvious as in, like, say, your Mass Effect. In Mass Effect, if you press the hit on button, the person is receptive. Yeah. I mean, like, sure, in Dragon Age, it's a little more nuanced, but not by much. Alpha Protocol, it's genuinely tough to tell if someone is going to be... How... To like you know approach someone if you want to try kind of yeah them. like it seems Alpha Protocol is a very ambitious game that feels like it needed like maybe a year more in development yeah that, like, that's why I kept hearing from you and a whole lot of other people it's the yeah. kind of game that I really want to play with a, a, a cheat enabled like I would love to go and play Alpha Protocol you could play on the PC you can have yeah. mods in mail. I would yeah. just like I would go play with infinite health infinite ammo and just play it for the role playing aspects that would be the biggest appeal to me I should actually hmm. see if it has a PC version and, and whenever I dual boot play it and Grumpy Turtle has some uh, not stressful game recommendations for you too uh, considering that like he's, he knew that you're not in the mood for to play anything too kind of stressful or anything right now he uh, recommended you play the Maw I've heard of that. I don't know quite exactly what kind of gameplay that is. Yeah, he says it's adorable and the puzzles are great. Uh, Beyond and Good, uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD. I do own Beyond and Good and Evil HD for the Xbox, and oh, yeah? I couldn't play it because the camera wasn't inverted. I heard you. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Why would you put money into making this, but not like make the controls?" Like, oh fucking Christ! So I should go give it another shot. Isla Milo, which we have played. I love Isla Milo. Isla Milo is amazing. Great. Uh, Mage and the Giants. Uh, which is uh, pretty much, it's kind of just a Zelda game, but I think you can play it co-op. I haven't even but heard for of the it. Xbox 360, yeah, it did not do that well. But I actually bought a copy for Joshin because he downloaded the demo like two years ago and he was really impressed by it. Uh, Laura Croft, uh, Guardian of Light. Everybody's co- telling couch me to co-op. try Guardian of Light. I downloaded the demo and it was just too... Um, it's the isometrics. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. It was a little too, it was too narratively stripped down for me. Yeah. I, I, I need some kind of narrative tooth. He also mentioned Saints Row 2. Would you want to borrow my copy of Saints Row 2? <laughs> you you need to play that with Grumpy Turtle. I well, have, you can play with Grumpy Turtle, I'm playing, Turtle too. I'm playing uh, Sands of Time, dude. I'm okay. playing my happy game of Prince Persia, yo. Rango. While not very hard, it's an amazing game if you like the movie. Have you ever seen the movie? I have not. I almost watched it on Netflix. Oh, uh, really yeah, it is story. on there. Yeah. Really good story. Is there a low energy ending of the I'm podcast? I'm telling you, Bill. I just said, uh, he sent us this email like three weeks ago. We still God haven't bless, read it yet. Grumpy so. Turtle. God bless. Everybody, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. As always, we're boyhattiepodcast.com. You can tweet at us at boyhattiepodcast on the Twitters. Howdy at Boy Hattie 
podcast.com. You can send us an email or use a contact form on our website so Bill can distractedly read it with low energy and ruin the other podcast. I no, I keep. Should we I have keyed. everyone back for a live stream? We'll live stream the Xbox thing. Are you? Can you I, take off work on Tuesday morning at like 10 a.m.? No. Though I'm probably gonna do, I'm probably gonna do what I do with the PS4 announcement, which is kind of have it open on my secondary <laughs> monitor as I work, maybe. Well, supposedly it's not. It's because it's being broadcast on TV. It's only gonna last an hour, so at least you don't have to worry oh, about going over that's or nice. anything like that. So. Yeah, because like PS4 was like, I actually it was have, two hours. I have a um, I have a a, a, a meeting set in my calendar. <laughs> I totally forgot what was going to happen. Oh, oh and my neighbor Totoro comes out on Blu-ray on Tuesday. Really? Yeah, and I've oh, got this Totoro cookies from the Studio Ghibli Museum that I'm going to eat. I'm going to have people over and eat. You should come over and have some Totoro cookies. I don't know if I can eat your Totoro cookies, dude. That seems kind of like a violation. Some things are too precious. No, 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 no. Not, no, no, no. Not because it's Totoro, but just because it's like this precious, magical thing. That's why I can't eat those by myself. But I can't let them go stale. I don't know what to do. I'm like, you turn rock in a hard place. Like, you gotta burn them. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Sacrifice like, them on the grill. You, like, seriously, ritually burn them. I need to put They're them on a boat on the, on, on the river. Keep in mind that I'm the sort of person arrow. playing an RPG where I'm like, oh, this thing is precious, I can't use it. And then at the end of the game, I have 3,000 of them. Well, that's how, yeah. that, that's, that's how I That's how you learn uh, item management, role-playing games. <laughs> right. Oh, this is the fourth Final Fantasy I've beaten with 3,000 elixirs in my inventory. <laughs> exactly. All right, everybody, we'll be back next week, and we'll talk to y'all about more bullshit. We'll talk to y'all about this, the post-Xbox 360. We're going to be living in a whole new world. Oh, my God. Chica